I love how so much of the fatherhood of Joseph is summed up in this beautiful one little line in our gospel reading today. He then went down with them and came to Nazareth and lived under their authority. Um, it's just beautiful to consider how Jesus submitted himself to his parents in that way, and therefore the role that Joseph played in, in being his father, being the head of that household and leading and caring for Jesus in that way as he grew up over these years of his life, that from this scene when he's about 12 until he starts his ministry at about 30, we don't hear anything of what's happened with Jesus. So we don't know how that goes on, but it's beautiful to reflect on, on Jesus' life and Joseph's fatherhood in that. And indeed, God is always sharing his work with us. How God relates with humanity is that he's always wanting to invite us into what he's doing, invite us into his heart and and share with us the work that he's doing. And in Joseph, we see particularly that he wanted to share with him his role of fatherhood. God is Jesus' father, but he invites Joseph into that role in such a beautiful, privileged way to share in caring for him, um, building him up, leading him to grow as a man. And I would yeah, say today that we can reflect on how God is wanting to share with each of us, just as with Joseph, some part of his fatherhood, um, some aspect of the father that he is over all of creation, over all of his sons and daughters on earth. God wants to share with us his, his fatherly heart and that work of caring for um, his sons and daughters. Now, we don't have it quite the same as Joseph. None of us are going to be the head of the household for God himself <laughs> living under our authority. Um, if we ever think that God's living under our authority, then there's probably something amiss in our spiritual life. Um, but it's still true that the work that God wants to do um, in people's lives and in the world, he gives us a sense of authority, a, a stewardship over that that he wants us to take up. Um, and I, I like how the, a term that's often used for Joseph's fatherhood is that he was the foster father of Jesus, uh, which makes sense. You know, God was truly his father and, and Joseph kind of stepped into that role. But I was reading something that was talking about we can, we can lose the sense of that in that foster father is simply a, a, a legal contractual sort of thing that oh, I, I have to care for this person for someone else. But um, that, that term... Foster father, if we actually think about the word, and it's, it's I believe the, the, the title for Joseph has come from a, a Latin title from ages past that was something more like the nurturer of the Son of God um, rather than the foster father. But we hear in, in the term foster, we think of foster father and foster children. You know what that term means, but the word foster actually means that sort of thing, to nurture, to, to care for in such a way as to build up and bring forth life. And that's the kind of work that God wants to invite us into in sharing in his fatherhood, to foster his work in the world, to foster his, his work in those people around us. You know, how is God building up these people and how can I, through my friendship with them, through my relationship with them, um, it might be easy to imagine if you're actually a parent or a father, but still, by our friendship, we can foster and nurture 
the, the seeds of faith that are growing in a person's life or the talents that God's bringing forth or the gratitude that God wants to bring to their heart. We can encourage that and share in the work of God's fatherhood in that way. Some key ways that we can do that is simply by our encouragement, by walking with one another um, on this journey of faith and you know, being open to recognise how God's working in their life and, and speak encouragement into that. We can also do that by simply praying for one another, caring for them. Um, we share in the, the compassionate heart of God the Father when, when we really care for our brothers and sisters and really desire for their good. But one other way is, is a kind of a prophetic office that we share in as Christians and how that relates to our fatherhood. Because another thing I was reading about this was saying how the the first act of, of Joseph's fatherhood was to name Jesus. And that was really a key part in establishing his legal role as father to Jesus was that he had the, the authority to choose his name. So that was a, a very important role that we call Jesus, Jesus, because Joseph said he should be called Jesus. He chose the name for him. Well, he, he appointed the name for him, but he only did that because God had revealed that to him. God had, had spoken to him um, through the dream and said, you are to stay with Mary and this child um, will be blessed and you should call him Jesus. And so in, in our prophetic identity as Christians, we're called to, to hear God's word and to be able to speak that into the lives of those whom we know, to hear what God wants to say to build up our brothers and sisters and to speak that truth into their lives with that authority of, of God's fatherhood. God gives me a word for my brother or sister to speak into their lives, and that's a, a powerful thing that can build them up, that can help them grow into the person that God wants them to be. So that's one powerful and particular way that we can take up the share of God's fatherhood that he wants to share with us, and that we can take up this example of Joseph that we have today. So let's consider um, as we worship today and as we ask for the intercession of St. Joseph who, who those people are in our lives, in our spheres that we can, we can father in this way. We can nurture and foster God's work in their lives and we can speak the truth of God's heart to help build them up um, and to grow them as sons and daughters of their heavenly father.